It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, June 6th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this is Raven News. The Sitka Wolves are the runners-up in the state Division I baseball tournament. The Wolves fell to undefeated Anchorage South in the state title game on Saturday at Mulcahy Stadium in Anchorage by a score of 6-0. It was the 43rd consecutive win for South and pushed their record for the season to 26-0. Sitka's climb to the championship is being characterized as a Cinderella story, but that's not really the case. The Wolves have been dominant in high school baseball, routinely winning over schools three to four times their size. Sitka defeated Chugiak 12-3 in the semifinal contest and took out Eagle River in the first round 8-6. The Wolves last won a state championship in 2017. They've won five titles in all, making them the number two ranked state team in history. Two of those championships included wins over South. A lodge on Prince of Wales Island is cleaning up after a fire destroyed most of its buildings right at the start of the busy season. The blaze burned early Tuesday morning at the Ruffet Resort, a group of cabins and general store in Whale Pass. It's a community of around 84 full-time residents and many seasonal visitors. Douglas Broand works and lives there and describes a narrow escape. I woke up at 2 in the morning, my little dog woke me up, and my whole cabin was on fire. I, I picked up my dog and I ran out of out of my cabin and put my dog down and I tried to turn back around to come in to at least grab my wallet and the whole place was just on fire and it just it just one cabin went off after another till all of them were lit up. The blaze consumed five cabins and two boathouses and caused newly filled propane tanks to explode. The main house also sustained major damage. Broand says the four people and their pets living in the buildings were able to escape the fire. The community's volunteer fire department and neighbors helped battle the blaze. Broand does not think the business will be able to operate this summer and will have to cancel bookings. We're kind of um, coming to grips with that. You know, at this point, we've got a hell of a mess. To clean up, we just had AT&T out here, so we got power on, and that's why I'm talking to you. And um, we're trying to get water to, to the one, uh, you know, to, to the one bathroom and stuff that's still operational. But uh, uh, you know, we're, we're done for the year. You know, that there's just no way we have. We're going to just trying to keep a roof over our own head at this point. No word yet on the cause. There's an online fundraiser site created for anyone who wants to donate. The Sitka Assembly has drafted a ballot proposition to put before voters this fall that would eliminate the municipal sales tax on cannabis and replace it with a slightly higher consumer tax. At its most recent meeting, the Sitka School Board backed the proposition with one major caveat. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. The problem is just a line in the ballot proposition ordinance stating that the money raised by the new tax would be included in the calculation of local support for the schools per state law, where it might have the unintended effect of diverting funding from classrooms into extracurriculars. That's an oversight, according to Assemblymember Rebecca Hemshoot, who sponsored the ordinance. She cleared things up with the school board at its meeting on June 1st. This money is intended to land outside the state funding formula and directly support student participation in sports and activities. It's really important to the assembly, or at least to the three co-sponsors, that these funds be supplemental to the district's existing effort. So our expectation is that the district will continue with current funding levels and will be adding to. And the ultimate goal, obviously, 
uh, elusive but worthy will be to make school activities, if at all possible, free and open to everyone. Hemshoot said that the problem language would be deleted from the draft ordinance with the approval of the rest of the assembly. Another likely change will be eliminating the highest proposed tax rate of 10% on marijuana and capping it at 8%. Sitka already charges a sales tax, which alternates seasonally between 5 and 6%. Cannabis products would be exempt from the regular sales tax if voters approve the ballot measure. Hemshoot said this made the new consumer tax easier to bear for the cannabis industry in Sitka. We're hearing um, from the three, the three companies we've been talking with one company has been very supportive. One company has become supportive through the changes that we're making, and we're not really hearing from the third company. Okay. Um, and when I say very supportive, they understand the need for activities right. and, the, and targeting. Using this as a means to that end is something they're supportive of. Taxing marijuana is complicated, Outgoing school board president Andrew Hames recalled serving on the Marijuana Advisory Committee in 2016 and learning how excess taxes might make legal cannabis uncompetitive with the existing illegal market. And at that time, there was so much concern by people who were looking to starting a business at being burdened down with taxes and not being able to, number one, be competitive with the black market, and number two, be sustainable uh, with you know, just the amount of expenses um, because of the nature of the product, they didn't have the same tax write-offs. I mean, you know, everybody knows. But then, the, and so they were really hesitant, which at the time surprised me because one of the main reasons for legalizing was we can tax this, and we're not taxing it at all right now. And so, um, but then the thought was, let's get it, let's get things up on their feet, and then we can revisit this a few years down the road. Hames said that he was pleased that the assembly was now pursuing the idea. Funding student activities has been a difficult problem over the last couple of decades. Travel costs are huge, and students and families are asked to both fundraise for activities and pay fees that have grown so large that equity is a serious concern. The school board has explored solutions over the years, formed parent committees without any major breakthroughs. Board member Paul Ryu thought the consumer tax on cannabis products was the first real opportunity in a while. As much as I hate to see new taxes, I, I was thinking back to what Mike commented a, a few months ago about, you know, possibly looking around at the good old days and we're looking at situations with, you know, rising costs and stagnant, if not declining revenues. And if we're not working as a community to solve those problems before they reach our doorstep, then they're just going to run us over. Both board members Blossom Teal Olson and Todd Gebler liked the proposal. Gebler said his knee-jerk reaction was that any revenue stream would be welcome. Assemblymember Hemshoot encouraged board members to speak to the proposed ballot proposition at the Assembly's next meeting on June 14th. She reminded the board that sales tax revenues were on the rise overall in Sitka and that replacing the sales tax on cannabis with a slightly higher tax to benefit students wouldn't be seen as unfair to the sector. And we do always have to acknowledge the risk of black market um, when we increase taxes on this industry. So I guess there's a, a certain level of faith and trust in Sitkins to, to do the right thing. There won't be a huge bottom line difference to most people in town who are using marijuana products.
Juno's three incumbent Democratic state legislators are all running for re-election, and only one has an opponent. Local political officials on both sides of the aisle shared some of their theories about what's going on. KTOO's Jeremy Shea reports. The deadline for candidates to file to run in the August primary was June 1st. Senator Jesse Keel and Representative Andy Story are unopposed. Representative Sarah Hannon drew one opponent, Daryl Harmon. Harmon's party affiliation is undeclared. Harmon could not immediately be reached for comment. Until recently, Harmon's Facebook page had many public posts espousing COVID-19 misinformation, sympathies for Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and disparaging Democrats and medical authorities. Also, a lot of apolitical do-it-yourself videos. The incumbent Sarah Hannon says they've never been in touch, either as an opponent, a constituent, or otherwise. She doesn't recall ever meeting him. So I truly know nothing about him except for his name. Hannon, who's a retired public school teacher, is seeking a third term. The job takes longer to get up on step than I thought it would, you know, and, and going into my third term, I finally, you know, I feel like I've uh, done some good work in the four years I've been in, but nowhere near um, through the to-do list of things that I wanted to see happen and make change. She says she understands why there aren't many candidates for the job. I think that it's a pretty, it's pretty unattractive um, from the social-emotional kind of side of it, you know, the vitriol. Likewise, she says she was struck by how many of her colleagues are not seeking re-election. She thinks it was easier for legislators to tough it out when the state had more money to work with. You know, in the days when Alaska had money and you could deliver pork projects home to your district, there's more attraction and you're willing to tolerate more chaos and ugliness. Marie Walsh chairs the Republican Party's precinct that corresponds to Hannon's recently redrawn House District 4. It covers downtown Juneau, Douglas Island, Lemon Creek, and parts of the Mendenhall Valley. Walsh says he didn't hear from any potential Republican candidates in either of Juneau's House districts. The primary reason is the knowledge that the the Democrats have been successful election after election in both both districts um, and the registration and everything. I mean, it's it's a strongly Democrat town, and there's just no, no, no getting around it. In the 2020 presidential election, Democrat Joe Biden beat Republican Donald Trump in both of Juno's House districts. In Hannon's old district, Biden got more than twice as many votes as Trump. I could hope someone, someone uh, rises up, and um, if they do, if they're willing to wear the Republican mantle, we will do our best to help them out. That hypothetical candidate would have to run as a write-in candidate in the November general election. Alaska's new election system doesn't allow write-ins in primaries. In Juneau, I'm Jeremy Shea. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. 